Week 12 in the books. Week 13 is on its way. We going to Philly. You already know what time it is. Stick around because we're going to break it down all week long. But it starts today right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Let's get this joint popping, baby. We so bright that we shining. Red and gold. What's going on, faithful? It's your boy Wayne Breezy. Welcome back to the Wayne Breezy Show. Woo! It's been a minute. Felt like, like I haven't done this show since last Monday. That's like seven days ago. I don't remember doing on Wednesday. Friday, I was traveling. But it's good to be back. It's good to be back with you guys, man. Make sure you guys go ahead and check out the sponsors of the show. Listen, they still got the Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale going on 30 to 40% off over at Residency.com. Go to www.residency.com. You'll see it right there. Uh, all show long, it'll be up there. Use the promo code SFBREEZY, all right? You can save on your purchase. You can save $5 on top of what you are already going to save for the Cyber Monday sale, all right? So make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. Um, listen, I do appreciate everybody and all the love that, that I've been getting, man. Like it's, it's been tremendous. What a great season, uh, it is to be a 49ers fan. The Niners are eight and three. Uh, we're gonna have some fun talking about that. The first place in the NFC West. That's always fun to talk about, but guys, since you're here, don't forget to hit that like button right now. Go ahead and click it just in case you forgot to do it. I'm just sending you reminders, the thumbs up button. Feel free. Uh, to leave a comment. Listen, if you're new to the stream, it's your first time watching a live episode, or if it's your first time watching the show and it's repass, go ahead, hit that subscribe button. If you want to become a member of the craziest, dopest, freshest crew out there, it's the Breezy Bunch crew. We got tears for you, man. Go ahead and join. Become a member right now. Say Breezy sent you. All right, man, you're going to become a member. But there it is right down scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Don't forget to listen to the podcast over on Spotify. As well as Apple Podcasts, you can check it out as well. Leave a five-star rating over there. If you're on Twitter, a lot of people are getting off Twitter, and I understand, but if you're on Twitter, it's where I am. It's where you hear the crazy breezy takes. I mean, you want to see them first? That's where they're going to go first is right there on Twitter. If you're already not, if you aren't subscribed, go ahead and follow and subscribe. You can subscribe on Twitter as well. Uh, feel free. It has this little perks as well. Check out the perks over there on twitter uh but if you want to just simply follow that'd be great instagram threads tiktok facebook all the same at uh the wayne breezy you can go ahead and do that and then we got the exclusive content on the patreon uh i'm going to be breaking down i've got my notes for uh last week's game against seattle the the offenses the offensive and defensive plays uh, you guys are going to want to check that out, the explosive plays, the positives and the negatives, the touchdowns, the interceptions, all the explosive plays. It's going to be right there for you guys on the Patreon, patreon.com backslash at the Wayne Breezy. All right. Now, listen, the apparel is popping and shout out to everybody that's been uh, patronizing with the apparel rock. If you purchased apparel from TWBEN.com backslash shop, please take a picture. Make sure you tag me in it. Uh, I want to see what you look like in your apparel. Uh, shout out to those that have already got some stuff, whether it's nitty gritty niner stuff. We have that on the website, on the shop as well. So go ahead and check that out. Um, and and listen, support, 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 support. All right, appreciate you. All right, man, I'm excited because I didn't really get a chance to talk about the 49ers like demolishing like the Seattle Seahawks, and I'm I want this episode to be some of that, and then more importantly. Let's get ready for Philly. Let's get ready for Philly because that's what it comes down to. But shout out to those that were here first. My man Jason Hess was in the building um, early. Jax Knox, hey, Breezy and Faithful, have a great show. My man CJ Gray was in here early as well. Um, appreciate you for sure. Boss, let's go Niner family. Thanksgiving bird this week, 34-23 Niners. Yo, that's funny. I, I didn't post my video yet, my reel that I do every week. Man, 
that score is pretty much close to what I have recorded already, and you haven't seen it. So I like your score prediction already. Red Jet Shelves in the building. She says, good morning slash afternoon. She's talking to the chat. Didn't even say good morning to me, but to the chat. She wants y'all to know it's good morning and afternoon to y'all. Never mind me, but I post her anyway. You know what I'm saying? My man, Nigel. Eagles are beatable. Let's effing go. 49ers, you get the air horns for that, man. But first, let's effing go on the episode. Let's F let go. Like, or LFG. I got to just start saying LFG. I like LFG. It sounds so cool. My man, don't bother me. Hashtag BB and Faithful to the Bay. Listen, check out the single. Listen, the video is up there and it's popping. Look, if you got, you know, your Apple Music, your Spotify, put it in one of your playlists. Go ahead and download it, stream it. Uh, if you want to purchase it, it's on iTunes. It's on those things you can purchase the music for as well. Support the artistry of what we do here. My man, uh, Travis King, Lake City Fresh, myself. Got more stuff coming. I promise you got more stuff coming. Um, just looking for, oh, there she is. Peachy's in the building. Thanks for tuning in to the TWBS Faithful. Make sure to smash that like button on your way in. All right. And, and do that. Nick Nice, what's going on? Yo. Should I, yo, yo. I try, I'm trying to do in my Rocky, yo. And my Rocky impression, because we headed to Philly. Yeah. I felt like, I don't know. I'm trying. I, I don't, I'm trying. Adrian! I got that one, but I don't got the yo right. Tanisha, good morning, Breezy and Faithful. I'm ready to continue on our bird hunting season. I cannot find my Nintendo duck hunting blaster. That's what they were called. They weren't called, you know, the GUNs. They were called blasters. I'm going to find it. It's in this house somewhere. Found my Nintendo, found the controllers, can't find the blaster. But I promise you, I'm going to find my blaster. Because it is duck hunting season, I will go to Game Pro or Game whatever today. Get me a blaster. Hopefully they have one. Uh, you know, because it is bird hunting season, we took down one bird. We got four to go, right? Four to go in a row. That is weird, man. We go from, we got the we got the sea, seabirds. We got the eagles. Then we got, what, the seabirds again? Sea turds, that's what y'all call them. And then I think we got the cardinals. And then we got the ravens. Go figure. Uh, Chrissy, 1687 is in the building. What's going on, Chrissy? Uh, hashtag BB. My man Colin is in the building. What's going on, fam? Uh, with the hashtag BB. I'm just making sure I don't miss any of the cool members out there like that do their thing. Uncle Scott, what's up, Breezy? Uncle Scott, how you been, man? I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you did. I'm done. Leftovers are all gone for me. Like, I didn't want any leftovers. Christy, Marie, family. Hashtag with the BB. Uh, my man Thomas Breezy, that is Manny Fresh. Who's Manny Fresh? Hot boys. I know about the bling blings, pinky ring, word about fitted bling bling. Ah, uh, yeah, I know all about them. Shout out to everybody on Facebook too. Shane, Will, uh, my man Mizell's in the building. Mizell, what's going on, fam? I got a super chat contribution. I'm gonna read it first because saying hi to you, Wayne. Calling you out in caps, all caps with the Y O U. Ain't my fault if you you said hi to the chat first. But yeah, appreciate it. Thank you so much for the super chat contribution. <laughs> so when you says New York, Philly, and Joe's Jersey say you're. How did I say it? I wasn't messing with it. Listen, we can have a conversation. This is fun. No, I was trying to you. I was you. I was trying to get my Sylvester Stallone man. Like one of my favorite actors of all time, Sylvester Stallone. Hey, if you had to pick an actor, and I know this ain't got nothing to do with football, but actors, you ready? You gonna pick out of these. Three. You got to pick one. You ready? Put it in the chat. Sylvester Stallone, Tom Cruise, or Bruce Willis. You can only pick one. You can only pick one. I'm trying. I'm just curious to know. Sylvester Stallone, Tom Cruise, or Bruce Willis. Who you going? Who you rocking with? Who who you who will come and save the day for you? Mission Impossible. We gonna die harder. We're going to get rocked up. Oh, we got some Stallone. Ooh. Ooh. See, that's not like the calling. I got Stallone. I listen, Stallone did a lot of movies, too. Uh, Bruce. Bruce. It's Bruce. Tom. Oh, man. Y'all, it's split like three ways. Ram, bro. I see you. 
Uh, <laughs> Yo, Fifth Element was one of my favorite movies of all time. Hands down. Hands down. Jay Jonas says Tom Cruise easy. I don't know. I didn't include Schwarzenegger. Um, crazy how you spelled that. Probably right. But I'm not going to look it up to check because that's not who I am, even though that's who I am. But I think you spelled it right, Case. I didn't include sport, uh, Schwarzenegger. I'm, I don't know why I didn't. I couldn't think of his name at the time. But I was just thinking of these movies that just popped in my head. But nah, I appreciate it. Listen, look, I brought up, I told you, Sylvester Stallone, because, you know, we, we pay homage to Rocky, even though it's a fictional character. Um, but, you know, you go to the city of Philly, that's one of the things you want to do. You want to you want to run up the steps. You know, you want to make it up all those 18 flights of steps to get to that statue, you know. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. My man Corey says I made his weekend. Hey, man, it all it all starts with the Madden. Let me tell you something. If you guys that's a whole different category, fam, whole different. cat. See, I got John Wick in the category. So, hey, you know what? I can't stand y'all. This is why I can't stand y'all, because y'all mess up my ADHD. Right. So I wasn't thinking about this, but I got John Wick. All right. And the category with Denzel Washington from the Equalizer. That's that's a category. Then, oh, my God, you got to put Liam Nelson in that category. And I feel like I'm always missing one. What the freak? I feel like I'm always missing one. I feel like I'm always missing one. But that's a whole different category of who you want to come and save the day. Right. Is it the Equalizer? Is it John Wick? Or is it my man Liam Nelson? Because he on a different level. He do it without the muscles. No muscles. Zero muscles. He like six seven, but zero muscles. It's crazy. Oh, then well, Jason Bourne was weird. It was kind of weird. Jason Statham, that's another category. I feel like it's a different category. Now we got to get into some, you know, martial arts. That's a different category. But nah, seriously, man, look. Um, I was look, I was in Seattle, came back with a little post nasal drip because it was a little the weather was a little different out there. Had a great time with John Trapman and the 49ers Rush crew. But you know, we were out there for business, man. I know we spent Thanksgiving out there. It was beautiful. The dinner was amazing. The breakfast was amazing. Thanksgiving Day was just amazing. Thanksgiving night was even more amazing. I mean, you can't get a better Thanksgiving night than a 31 to mother freaking 13 victory. Man, give, give them Niners day round. They, they, they flowers. Season ain't over, but got to give them some flowers. Because they did the damn thing. They, they did the damn thing. I, I know a lot of people were like, oh, man, this, this game is a little weird. Like, like, they were in control the whole game. I mean, I know Purdy sealed the deal with the Brandon Ayuk 28-yard touchdown. It was beautiful, man. He threw it between four defenders, yo. I don't know what else people need to see that Brock Purdy is this the, 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 amongst the elite, but I don't know. I, I don't know what you need to see. But that dude is different. And that was after throwing a pick six, which you thought he probably would have been rattled. Because usually when he throws an interception, he kind of tr trickles down. Nah, he threw a touchdown. He said, bumped his interception. Troy, what's going on, fam? 12-month member, yo. Never let it fade. Troy is the freshest 49er fan I've ever met, and I have met him. Um, he's a great brother, man. Great brother and the faithful. Just great. He's a great person to know. Um, but, yes, Troy, appreciate you, bro. Great to see you as well. Um, it, was just a, it was just a great game. The atmosphere was crazy. The Seahawks fans were out probably, I would say, around that third quarter going into the fourth quarter. That's when they started leaving things like that um but the Niners were dominant they were dominant the whole game the defense finished with six sacks like it, it was just crazy offense put up four touchdowns what we want right four touchdowns and a field goal it was a 31 points man I'm cool I'm cool if we average 31 points for the rest of the season we had 28 something right now but if we can get to that 31 number I'm cool with it I don't, I don't and the reason why I'm cool with it is because I know the defense isn't giving up more than 15 points this week might be a little bit different, a little different, a little different environment. Um, but my big brother Timmy's in the building. What's good, family? Uh, this week is gonna be a little different. Um, 
And it's only different because of one man. We'll talk about that. But, you know, Jalen Hurts is a different football character. I tell you what, it's not one of the greatest quarterbacks that I've seen. But, man, he just does things differently with the football. And, and um, I feel like this is the 49ers' first major test against a mobile quarterback. First major test against a mobile quarterback. Like, they've had some quarterbacks run on him, but nah, Jalen Hurts will literally take the ball, hike it, and just run the quarterback draw right up the middle for 12 yards. Like, they, this is a, the first major test. And then they got to deal with that damn Lamar Jackson who does the same thing a few weeks later, right? So, um, the Niners are victorious. They moved to 8-3. and three. The Niners are currently the second seed in the nfc so if the playoffs ended right now they would actually have the number two seed which means that somebody would come to them at least in the first round in the playoffs it'd be a home game um and then the niners obviously would have to travel for the nfc championship game um but yes um that's where we are right niners first place nfc west separating themselves three more games to go and that NFC West, right? You got one coming up soon. Two coming up soon. Um, Seahawks and the Cardinals. And then we'll be done with them and we play the Rams at the end of the season. But no, like, like when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, I mean, they, they got back to balance, right? And this is something that I would write about every single week. Guys, check out the keys to victory. It's right now currently like the only thing I'm writing on 49erswebzone.com because I'm just creating way too much content, which I'm trying to dial back a little bit so I could uh endeavoring some other things um but every week it's there saturdays it's the keys to victory if you check it out www.49erswebzone.com and you'll see like man if the 49ers can just find a way to remain balanced right like 20 to 30 runs 20 to 30 passes they'll win every game they'll win every game and it's like you watch them go against good defenses so par defenses, that formula just always seems to work. And they got to figure out how to keep that formula intact um, because we do, we all know what the run game does for just about anybody in the NFL. I just feel like Brock Purdy is probably one of the most accurate play-action quarterbacks in the NFL because when they bite, when these defenses bite, you want to know what they did? They bit on that Brandon Ayuk joint to where Purdy sat that ball right in between the two safeties and the two cornerbacks. It was literally four DBs on Brandon Ayuk. And he and Purdy fit it right into the zone. Like it's a pocket. It's like a fit it right into that pocket. Like perfect. And then obviously Brandon Ayuk did the rest. He got in the end zone. But like it's just it's just amazing like what the 49ers um they do and they just got to continue to keep their fingers for me i wish sometimes kyle shanahan would keep his foot on the gas i mean i i probably pulled my hair out as you can see i need a haircut but i was pulling my hair out like on every screenplay because they were ineffective right they weren't working now i watched the film and i realized why they didn't work i mean i could tell you why but for some reason i'll say this once i'll say this one time i probably won't say it ever again but man i miss mike mcglinchey you don't have to agree with me but i know one of the wrinkles that we aren't seeing in the 49ers offense this season are screen plays no pun intended. Like, you're not seeing them, and it's because them offensive linemen, man, Cole McKivis must be the worst screen. He has to be the worst offensive lineman trying to kick out. Like, let me ask you this question, right? Some Y'all know football better than me, right? So tell me this. How, how does Aaron Banks get to the side of the screen? If the screen is to the right, how is Aaron Banks beating Colton McKivitz to the right side? Can somebody please tell me? I, listen, this is I'm not shooting down any of my players, but I got to call out what I say. I got to call it out. And, and I'm a, I break it down more in depth on the Patreon, but somebody just tell me how Aaron Banks, coming from the left side. Look, 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 look. Here's why. Tell me, Kyle. All right, so Kylie, this is for you. 
Shout out to my man, Kali. Tell me how Aaron Banks, the left guard, beat the right tackle on a screenplay. How he get there quicker? Now, I know he get the drop back and pull, but just tell me. I, it'll, you can't make that make sense. What's going on, Eric? Eddie G and the B-Dogs in the building. What's going on, family? You already know. That's what we do. That's what we do. We bring home dubs. Marty Mar, 49er Empire with the Let's Go. So just tell me. If I'm waiting for the answer to pop up in the chat. I'm going to, and I, I got the answer right here. I mean, me and my man Kevin already said it. But that, this is why I feel like if the Niners can 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 get this aspect of the game on offense yo they score 90 points a game i ain't even exaggerating how many how many times we get screened up like i mean i ain't talking wide receivers i'm talking running back screens can you imagine if we just had better in space the only reason why i said that i miss mike mcglinchy is because he was a better he was better in space when running the ball and so when you're not seeing all these crazy big explosive plays, Debo Samuel, blah, 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 who had a big run in this uh well not in this game. He did have a 15 yard explosive run in this game. He had the touchdown. But when you when you're not seeing those, it's because of the spacing from these offensive linemen. I mean, Trent Williams is the one that gets out, but then everybody else is just like, uh, I'll get there when I get there. And that's not how it worked. So the reason why I brought that up is because I, I see Miss Blocks. And that is why the screens haven't been working. Well, at least they, they didn't work against Seattle. So I was sitting there like, oh, man, like, stop running screens, Kyle. Like, no, no, don't do it. Negative five, negative six, negative four. I was like, no, too many negative plays on screens. Um, but no, it's just something that they'll probably find a way to look into and figure out how to fix and things like that. And this is not saying that Colton McKivitz is a bad right tackle. It's just the simple fact that in in space, he's not as great as Mike McGlinchey was. I don't give and 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 and, and Thomas, they not ready for this smoke, bro. They Thomas, this is why like they not they not ready to say that the Broncos are on a 5-0 run. They not ready to hear that. They not. But that's what they are on. He ain't getting blown up now. They winning games. But nonetheless, I wish that uh, you know, I, I wish we can get a little bit more out of our offensive line when we we, we can get into those um, you know, getting some screen games going because sometimes that those chunk plays can help out. Now, here's here I I, I always get on the San Francisco 49ers for things and I ask them to do one thing for me and my keys to victory. I asked them to do one thing. I said, can y'all please do like my first key to victory was time of possession, which they clearly had the ball for 11 more minutes. So that like time like that, like, and I know that sounds easy to pick, but nah, sometimes the time of possession be like less one minute over. Now nah, they, they dominated in that. And which is what I asked them. But here's, here's where the Niners to me, like, I, like I, th three penalties for 20 yards. Yeah. Th three penalties. Ooh, last week we had seven penalties for 66 yards. We went on the road and only got three penalties. Um, and were they all on the offense? There were, I don't think there were any defensive penalties in this game. There might have been one. I don't remember it, though. Felt like there was, but I don't remember. I probably got this game in the Michigan game mixed up. But at the end of the day, three penalties? Man, listen. Now, what was funny is Seattle usually averages like eight to nine penalties a game, and the Niners were averaging six to seven. Seattle was number one in penalties. The San Francisco 49ers were number eight in penalties. And the, and the Niners finished with only three penalties in this game. So they actually improved uh, in, in this game a little bit or whatnot. Also, they led in a turnover battle, right, which is something that they always got to do. But here's the kicker. Like, they, they still struggle on third down. Like, five for 11, <clears throat> I, I ain't digging it. I, I'm not digging it. And they were, they were better than Seattle on third down. But five for 11, I'm not digging it. Now, five tackles for a loss in this game. That's huge. That's huge. You're probably wondering how many missed tackles did the defense have. So let's go ahead and <laughs> let's let's get to the defense missed tackles. Five. I'll take it. Felt like last week it was about 
Now, last week it was three or four, so they, they missed some more tackles. But it's just space, right? It's space tackles. It's not like they run up to these guys, hit them, and they miss the tackle. Nah, it'd it be tackles in space and, and things like that. Um, you know what I mean? My man Eric says, Wayne, I've congratulated so many of y'all. Um, I don't know if I congratulated you. Uh, no, you did, actually. I, I think you sent it in a comment uh, section on one of the episodes, and, and I appreciate it, man. Look, it's a good game. Um, but, you know, round two in two weeks. So I'm sure you guys are going to come. Y'all going to bring it. Um, it's going to be a fun. It's gonna be This time it's going to be at home, though, so it's going to be fun to watch. Um, but, no, nah, I appreciate that, man. appreciate that. And you did have a question. I wanted to get to your question because you, you support the show a lot. Here's a question. I'm a Seahawks fan. What do we have to do to sneak into the playoffs as a wild card? I mean, you guys just got to win out. Uh, you got to win out, and, you know, you hope that other teams lose in the NFC. But there's always there's still a chance. Um, you got to win out. But it's going to be hard to beat the Niners at home. Um, and the Niners are trying to sweep the division or t at least go take the division. So it's going to be hard. But, yeah, you guys got to find a way to win out. You guys went out, you know, possibly you guys will get in one of those wild card spots. And it sucks because – you guys are better than any of the NFC South teams, hands down. I don't think anybody will disagree with me. You guys are better than the Saints, the Falcons, and whoever else is in the damn South. They are terrible. Like, you guys are better. You just are. But, unfortunately, it is what it is. Like, you guys are going to have to uh, you guys gonna have to win out over there in Seattle. But, um, yeah. My man Ralph is in the building. He says, Jair Brown is all over the field. He has get he has game speed, not forty speed. Yeah, he's most safeties have game speed. Uh, most most of the safeties that the Niners like have to have game speed. Um, Jair Brown, they, they played a lot of single high safety in this game. I was like, yes, that's what we did last year. I don't know if people remember. And then we would interchange. But remember, I told y'all on one of the shows that I wanted Gibson to play in the box, let Jair play back there as the ball hawk. So they did. It's exactly what they did. Exactly what I expected. Um, it's exactly what I expected. So, we, we, you know, we it, it worked out in our favor. All right. My man Kylie wants me to talk about this real quick. I'll touch on it real quick. All right. I hate talking about officials. I do. I do because I feel like I wish there was a way that we didn't need them. I wish that we could just play football and I feel like we can play a civilized game without officials. I really don't know why they're there. But, I mean, I do know why they're there, but I don't think they have to be there. I know y'all watch football all week long, especially our games on Thursday. I would say that the officials did start officiating at some point in that game. Um, but if you want, you want to talk about this game from last night, I get it. Like, I don't get I, I, I don't. It is what it is. Look, so as a Niners fan, you're going into Philadelphia. The penalties, them, them, dumb false starts, those, those illegal procedures, and 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 not getting set. You know, they gotta nip them junks in the butt. Actually, give me some personal fouls. Bump that. I know there's more yards, but at least I know y'all did it on purpose. Stop jumping off sides. Stop false starting. Make sure that these th th that your set can't have two players going in motion at the same time. Make sure one person resets. They got to fix them little things. Those are the little things that will drive me bananas, especially against the Eagles. Because now you're, on a, you're in a hostile environment. You're on the road. And don't give the refs something to talk about. Now, in that game... Last night with the Buffalo Bills, I don't know what the rest were on. Like, it had to be, like, some type of uh, of an illegal substance, yo. I don't know if it was – is bear illegal now? I don't know. It was something. It was just not good. I, I Here's the one that the – one, the one call – oh, my gosh. The one call that bothered me the most was the non-horse collar tackle when he got outside the box – they, I think it was Riddick. Riddick. They pulled him down by the collar. They called the flag, and it was for intentional grounding. I think I lost my marbles. I think I lost my marbles. 
I did. I was like, what? And then I ain't even going to talk about the pass interference call. Like, like I ain't even going to get into that. Now, here's the thing. Like, that's what we got to look forward to, you know, talking about Philly. Um, you you, you got to look forward to them getting calls. Um, and I expect them to get the calls. You know why I expect them to get the calls? Um, because of this right here. 49ers, week 13 matchup, are two or two and a half point favorites in this game. Might be two and a half points by now, by the time I wrote that. Let's go with two and a half. So you mean to tell me that the road team is favored? Mm, that's some, that, that right there is scary. That right there is scary. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I want to... I want to cap off the rest of this game um, or whatnot. And then we'll go to some news and then but let's talk about the grades. Um, you can see some new players on this, like offensively, Charlie Warner with the highest offensive grade came in, caught a thing. He had like his first pass in three years or something like that. I don't know what it was, but it was a crazy stat. But 81, 88.1, Christian McCaffrey, 83.6, Trent Williams, 79, Ray Ray McLeod, 78.7. My man Debo Samuel finished with a 78.3. I know people are like, dang, they in the 70s? Look at the defense, though. Ambry Thomas, 40-something snaps in this game. 90.2. Nick Bosa, 89.7. Fred Warner, defensive player of the year, 88.5. Eric Armstead is tuning up, 82.2. And our guy Oren Burks uh, with a 70-something. It's just it's just fun to watch, right? It's fun, it's fun to watch the 49ers go out there and look like they're the best damn team in the NFL, right? Like, even with the mental mistakes and whatever, whatever, they still look like they're well-reserved. I, I will say that the defense is back. Like, and it definitely was missing. Like, something was off with the 49ers defense at some point, uh, and, and I wasn't afraid to talk about it. But the defense is back. Um, they're the number one defense in scoring they only allow 15 and a half points per game. All right. Only 15 and a half points per game. I, I, I mentioned that to say um, now the Eagles and the 49ers, believe it or not, are tied in scoring. The Eagles and the Niners are tied in scoring on offense at 28.2. This is going to be a fun mother freaking game to watch. I can tell you that right now. The Eagles and the 49ers are tied for third at 28.2 points per game. They both have 310 points on the season. But see, this is where it gets tricky because the, the Niners' defense has a way of stopping high-scoring teams. We've seen it. You've seen it last year with the Dolphins. You saw it two years in a row with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are number one. Dolphins are number two. The thing that they got to figure out is Jalen Hurts, and they just got to find a way to contain his behind. Like, don't like. I saw a lot of breakdown disciplines in uh, on Geno Smith against Seattle. Um, uh, Randy Gregory broke down a couple of times. Like, you can't you can't break down containment. Even Nick Bosa had one. You can't break down. He got like he kind of went off and got pushed to the inside, and it allowed the running back or the wide receiver to get outside for a big run. Nah, you got to contain. You got to find a way to fight that guy off and and, and win your one-on-one -on -one and, and set that edge and s slow him down to your linebacker or somebody get there to clean it up. Like, got to contain. 28.2, though. Interesting. And defensively, if you want to know what the Eagles give up per game, yeah, they, they, um, let me see where they at. Oh, they, oh, oh. Mm. Oh, they they down there. They like they give up twenty two point four points per game. So the Niners, which averages twenty eight, the Eagles give up twenty two. The Niners only give up fifteen and a half. I, when I tell you this is gonna be a fun game, this is gonna be a fun game to watch. Um, but it's good to see that there's other players that are finally like stepping up, filling in their role. Charlie Warner's number was called, did some things, got put up on the grade sheet with the highest offensive grade. Only like 16 snaps in the game, but he was productive in his 16 snaps uh, in this game. Christian McCaffrey was probably player of the game for me. Speaking of Christian McCaffrey, a uh, round of applause to Christian McCaffrey being nominated for FedEx Ground Player of the Week. 19 carries, 114 yards, two touchdowns. This is his fourth nom, y'all. Fourth, his fourth 
nomination. Make sure you guys go to that link. You vote NFC. You vote for Christian McCaffrey. Make sure he gets another ground, FedEx ground award on the season. That would be huge for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, it would be huge for the San Francisco 49ers. And it's just good that the league just really knows who he is. Now, Christian McCaffrey does lead the 49ers in scoring this year. 96 points. Who can guess who the number two scorer is in the NF and, and on the San Francisco 49ers? Put it in the chat. Who's the number two scorer on the San Francisco 49ers? Christian McCaffrey's number one with 96 points. Who's number two? Let's see if you guys are paying me any attention on on uh on on inst on YouTube or Instagram. We got Don't Bother Me with BA. Uh, Nigel with BA, John with BA. Uh, I don't think you mean that. Uh, John Acker with Kittle. Um, Kittle, Case 49, BA, Kittle, Kittle. All right, there it is. I was waiting for the answer to pop up. T Jack 478. What's going on, fam? It is Jake Moody. Jake Moody with 88 points. Jake Moody is 17 for 20s at 85% field goal kicker. And I know people still pissed off at Jake because he missed that game winning field goal in, uh, in Cleveland. That was the 49ers' first loss of the season. Yeah. But after that, he's pretty much been, you know, spot on. He missed one more after that. And then he's kind of got back into the mix of mix of things. Got his got his wires rerouted and he seems like he's pretty much on. I do understand that was a game-winning situation. I do understand that people want to see him kick in that situation. Me personally, I don't ever want to see us have to kick in that situation. Listen, look, you know what? y'all, y'all. This is why y'all piss me off. And I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll lose about 100 viewers right now. I don't really care, though. Here's why y'all piss me off. Y'all was mad. Not y'all, but in general. At that kid, a rookie... For missing a game-winning field goal. And I get it. I was upset, too. He's got to make it. It was too close to miss. Like, he got to make that, right? No doubt. But here's the thing. I just watched the best kicker in the NFL miss a kick in a game. It might not have been game-winner, but the best kicker missed two. I watched Tyler Bass miss two field goals last night. Kickers are missing. They're missing. I ain't see one fan from those teams excommunicate or exile their kicker. No. Tyler Bass, he makes field goal. They win the game. They don't even go to overtime. They be up by three, at least by six. I watch Tucker miss. I watch Bass miss. I just, I'm just watching kickers miss, and I just don't see all the same smoke. Now, I get it. We got standard. Got to make the field goals. No doubt. I ain't mad at that. But my point is, Kickers are going to miss. It's how they rebound from the misses. I think Jake Moody's doing a pretty damn good job at rebounding. I'm not defending. So, okay, okay. I was, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. My man Bushy says, I defend ex-Michigan players too much. Really? That's what you think I'm doing? You think it's because he went to Michigan I'm defending him? How about I'm defending him because he's a 49er? That's number one. Number two, he's a rookie, right? He's, rookies mess up all the time, right? They shouldn't even be starting, but they have to, right? How about I'm defending him because our own fan base is putting him down? Can I get, can I get some credit for that? Can I get credit for defending the underdog, the guy that we're putting down? Come on, man. It has nothing to do with him going to Michigan. It just so happens he went to Michigan. That's not why I'm defending him. My point is, my point is, I'm defending him because we need to make sure that he's good mentally because he's going to get put in that situation again, easily. I, I hope not, but easily. Like, we, 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 we're not going to always have games where we're blowing the teams out. We have the comfortable leads or whatever. He's going to have to take some leads in some of these games. Let's just hope mentally his wires are fixed. That's all I'm saying. And I think that they are. I think he's in a he's in a rhythm. And y'all gotta remember, he missed that first kick. There were three games, three games, three games that he didn't even kick, which means he didn't even have a rhythm. So there were three games he didn't even get an opportunity other than to kick extra points because we were just scoring touchdowns. 
I, I don't know if that played any part in his misses or whatever, but he's got to make the kick at the end of the day. 420 says he kicks curveballs. He does. He does. He just, he just curved. They were, he had that one on the money in Seattle, though. I ain't seen nobody crack mad, mad about that. Nah, seriously. We just got to be best at everything we do. Look, I even love our punter. I was on top. Like, I, I didn't think we had a good punter until maybe last season where Mitch Wisnowski started showing me some things, right? And then this season, he's probably the NFC Pro Bowl punter. So it's not just the Michigan players that I, I defend. I defend anybody that wears the red and gold. You must have missed my ticks on Debo Samuel, bro. Woo! He ain't go to Michigan. He went to South Carolina, team that whipped my teens behind. I'm JV and Clowney. Never forget that hit. All right. So, um, now nah, I just wanted to give me and my man Christian McCaffrey some flowers. We do got to talk about the injuries, though. Uh, Cole McKivitz did have a concussion, like, but he came back and played the game. But we we are losing George Oldham for the season. His torn bicep. Uh, he's out for the season. Um. Another safety down, so Hufunga first with the ACL. Now George Odom. Now, apparently, he's going to be out for about two to four months. There's a possibility that he can return during the playoffs, depending on how deep we are in the playoffs. That's good because the Niners are going to want him. They need him. He's definitely special teams ace. He can come in and, and spell the safety. He could do some things. He's a great football player, great football mind. He's a pro bowl. He's an all pro. He's a pro bowler. That's going to be missed um, or whatnot. Um, and it wasn't Colton McKivitz with the concussion. My bad. It was Charlie Warner. Makes, see, re, makes sense why his snaps were more limited after having a couple of big catches in the game. Um, so, yeah. I It sucks. The Niners are probably going to be working out some players. You know, the Jason Verrett stuff is floating around today, reported by Tom Pelissaro, that the Niners are working out cornerback Anthony um, Averett or Averett. All right. So now, remember, he was signed to the Niners. He, he, they signed him, and then he ended up getting put on the IR, and then they settled the injury settlement, and then he was gone this year, and they brought him back. Which makes sense because he's a familiar face. He kind of knows what's going on with the system or whatever or whatnot. So um, they're going to work him out. They're going to see what's going on. So for those that are rooting for Jason Verrett, there's a possibility. But maybe they're going to work out Anthony Averett just to see. Is his name Averett? And and we have Jason Verrett and then Anthony Averett? Oh, is it? that's crazy. That's so cool. Uh, and one of them Verretts are going to make this team. Uh, one of them, the, the Verrett's, um, is going to make this team. Now, I did put out there um, about <laughs> Tart being an option if they were looking for a safety. I know people don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't, I, look, it is what it is. I don't know. Maybe he's too slow to play safety in this type of defense. Maybe it's, I don't want to say too complicated, but it might, it might be a little different. Um, I wouldn't mind. You know what I mean? Um, I wouldn't mind at all. My man K says promote Hawkins. That's Taylor Hawkins. It's a possibility that he gets promoted. We'll see. Um, I wouldn't mind having Jaquiski Tart and then put him on special teams and make him work his way back into into the into the fold, though. Like he have to work his way back up. But hey, man, give him an opportunity. Why not? Now he hasn't been. Uh, didn't he play with the Eagles last? I think it was the Eagles last, right? Can't remember, but. It would be really cool. Like, get him back in here. Let him come back in here and redeem himself. I guarantee you, if, I will say this, if 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 Jaquiski Tart became a 49er, I guarantee you he'd get an interception his first game with the Niners. Guarantee it. Can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. I can. Uh, keep the questions coming. I'll try to start some of those once I get through the rest of the, the details of the show. Here's the practice schedule. All right, you're going to practice today, 425. These are all Eastern Standard Times, my time zone. So then it'll be ones, your time zone over there in the Pacific uh, Coast. All right, so today they practice uh, 425 p.m. Um, <clears throat> they they're off tomorrow. They practice uh, Wednesday, 425, Thursday at 415, and then Friday at 415, which would be December 1st. We'll be headed into a new month. All right, we'll be headed into a new month. Um, so that's the practice schedule. 
So stay tuned. We'll be putting out news about that as well. All right. I see some questions out there. I want to get to some of these questions. Yes, we still have Taylor Hawkins. Um, There was a question. I saw it. Damn it. Damn it. Come back to me. Uh, Where did I see? Oh, okay. Here we go. So Nigel, uh, what about Marcus Peters, who was just released from the Raiders? Now, listen. I have to, I have to, I, have, I would, I would have to, I would have to kindly say no. I'm a huge Marcus Peters fan. I think he would boost up the secondary. You could put him and you could put, oh my God, Mooney Ward on the outside. No disrespect to Amory Thomas, but then you it, it boosts your depth back up, and then the Amadrillanor can remain in the slot. But listen, our DBs are really good. I really like Mooney Ward, who was an absolute clamp. I think he'll be a clamp on AJ Brown as well in this upcoming matchup. I'll explain. Um, Diamandre Lenore is probably one of the top five cornerbacks in the NFL right now. Like he's putting up better stats than Sauce Gardner, so let that sink in. Like his numbers are better than the Sauce. I'll take the hyena over the Sauce. Um, and then and then Ambry's Ambry's been playing well. Like, do you? Nah, it's just a no. It's like if 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 Marcus Peters wasn't a knucklehead, then I would possibly have this conversation. I would definitely be interested in bringing Marcus Peters in. Why? It boosts up secondary. 100%. I would. But I got to sit there and say, this has got to be a heck nah. Right? Got to be a heck nah. And the reason why it's got to be a heck nah is because this dude is literally a bad boy or however you want it. I mean, he just doesn't stay on any team. Like, if he couldn't make it with the Ravens, I'm good. I'm good on Marcus Peters. Uh, I wish him the best, though. Uh, definitely wish him the best. A couple more questions. Uh, let's see. My man, Akshay. Do you think Mason gets some runs on Sunday? A hard runner might help against that D-line. I don't think so. Um, I don't think they need unless there's some type of an injury. I don't think they need to. I, I watched. I watched DeAndre Swift. Like, well, excuse me. I watched James Cook. Excuse me. Light up that defensive line, and I don't like James Cook as a running back. I don't think that they use him right for some reason. He's weird running back, but I watched him do his thing. So I feel like the Eagles defensive line has some injuries. You saw the injury um, to a couple of their studs, both of their tackles. I think Davis got hurt at one point. Uh, Fletcher Cox was out. Did he even play for the rest of the game? I can't remember. Um, so I think you could run on, I think you could run to the inside, which is what the Niners like to do, and I get why you want to use Mason. But I think it's going to be all – um, Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell. And just let me just make like Elijah Mitchell didn't play last game. He was a healthy scratch. He was a healthy scratch. Healthy scratch. So you could mix it up with the inside zone, like Christian McCaffrey. He's gonna get some insights. They're interchangeable, right? They both can run inside, they both can run outside. Kyle Shanahan's gonna Debo Samuel's gonna run. Like Debo Samuel was the second leading rusher last week like he's gonna run why because he's gonna they want to spread the ball out when get the ball to the outside get to the outside zone tire them them lining out so i'm not i'm not really worried about their defensive line is this the best defensive line we've probably played all we're gonna be playing all season possibly but we've we face some studs in the middle like we face some studs in the middle so i don't know i don't know i don't think he gets any carries unless Toward the end of the game. Um, and he's third on the depth chart. I think I've come to 
accepting the fact that no matter how much we advocate for Jordan Mason, he's number three on the depth chart. Number three. He's just number three on the depth chart. I, I'm with you, uh, Lake City. I'm with you. No, 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 no. He didn't play when we when we went to Philly. He was a healthy scratch in the NFC Championship game. My bad. I should have clarified that, T-Jack. 478 which i was pissed so as i was walking into the stadium i was getting the news and then i was i was pissed because remember last season it was like lightning and thunder it was it was a lethal weapon 100 like you had yeah murdoch and Brit. you had you that's what they were last last year i was like yes and then um yeah so like he wasn't he wasn't there that game is what I meant. K said that they ran outside zone the whole game. I saw some inside runs. They just beat they were they were beating the the Philly defensive front. Um to me. But but Allen was getting sacked, you know. They they still gonna they still gonna bring the pressure. But you wanna run on this team. You wanna run on this team. You can wear them out. Once they got the hint that, oh shoot, we can run on them, this is Buffalo. They started getting the ball. That's how they got the time. They, they, they started doing what they needed to do, you know? But the Niners got to find that game plan. They got to get into the groove early, you know? And, and and when you look at this matchup and you're saying to yourself, okay, two-and-a-half-point favorites or whatnot, it doesn't mean much of anything. That there's, Vegas is saying this game is going to be close. And I do think it's going to be close for a little bit. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Like You're not going to get my crazy score. I do think the Niners get into the 30s. And I'll start my score prediction off this week. I think the Niners score 31 and the Eagles score 24. I, 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 think that's, I think that's where it is. And here's the thing, right? When I look at the Eagles, I say to myself, what do I need to do? I know I'm going to take away the run. That's just for running backs. This game has to have a different game plan because containment is huge in this game. Because now you have a quarterback that will run. This is not... One of those quarterbacks is going to drop back, look to pass. Nah, there's design runs in Philly's playbook for Jalen Hurts. Literally design runs. I watched him run like 50 times. And I swear to goodness, we better not see one tush push. That means the Niners defense can't allow them to get to that goal line. Because if they do, it's an easy seven points for Philly. It's just the, it's the way that they're formed to score with that quarterback tush push push tush or whatever you want to call it so that like yeah but here's here's the matchup that i like now Traverius ward needs to be on aj brown i'm i'm praying that 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 coach wilkes allows mooney ward to shadow aj brown i'm praying i'm i'm praying that that that's what i'm praying for why i mean i don't care because of what the eagles are going to do the eagles are going to put aj brown in the slot remember the game against the tennessee titans you guys could go back a couple years ago i think it was around christmas time y'all remember that game we lost that game but y'all remember that game remember ambry thomas was a lock on him like aj brown couldn't get off a pass good kid couldn't get a catch then all of a sudden they moved him to the slot. I don't remember who was slotting slotting that day. I don't remember who the, the cornerback, the nickelback was. But after that, AJ Brown had a field day. Like literally had a field day. So I'm thinking that the Eagles are going to switch it up because they got speed, right? I don't think Devontae Smith is a great route runner, but I think he's a good speed guy. And he could run routes, but he's not like great, right? He's probably like Debo Samuel great, which is great enough um, as running routes, but he's not like a Brandon Ayuk or A.J. Brown route running type of guy. So so here's the thing. Like, they got to figure out how to find a way to eliminate A.J. Brown, take away their run game, but be careful of the Kenneth Gainwells and them slick, uh, them slick, fast guys, receivers, Quez Watkins, who I think will be playing in this game, Watch out for those because we got beat with a nice wide receiver run for 12 yards against Seattle by uh, Eskridge. And I'm like, I didn't even know he was still on the team. I'm looking for Jake Bobo 
The rookie. Nah, they went with D. Eskridge. <laughs> so look, there's a whole bunch of things that the Niners got to do. You know what I'm saying? In order to to figure it out. But you know what? The Eagles got to do a lot of sh too. The Eagles are going to have to deal with Brock Purdy's ass. And I tell you right now, Brock Purdy is going to be fired up. Ain't, ain't going to be no post-traumatic stress syndrome. Ain't going to be none of that crap in this game. He ain't even playing enough for it to be. And I understand Hassan Reddick is talking off the mouth. Speaking of that, make sure you check out No Harm, No Foul today, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got some smack talk to talk about on that episode. It's going to be crazy. But nah, like I know Reddick's chomping off at the mouth, blah, blah, blah. It's officially started. But here's my thing. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. The Eagles was about to get diced up in that NFC Championship game. And I think that this team this year is 10 times better than it was last year. That's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. It's more fluid. Everybody looks more comfortable with the system. It's just a lot that's better this year than it was last year. Now, imagine if Brock played. Now, I know I could say if if was a fifth, we all still be drunk. I get it. They took him out. Brock was injured. But guess what? He's not injured now. He's not injured now. So I'm I'm not like like putting this whole game on Brock because the Niners are gonna come out, they're gonna run the ball. It's the Niners do. The Niners established the run. They set the tone. That's what they do. Philly is gonna have to do their best job trying to take away the outside zone. And I just don't think that they can this year. Um and they, they wouldn't have did it last year. And and remember, after Brock gets injured, CMC scored. The game was tied up for a second. It just got blown out of proportion once we knew Brock wasn't coming back. So at the end of the day, look, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great battle. We're going to break it down all week long. I promise. All week, we got shows looking to get a guest on here to talk from Philly, talk that Philly smack, all that good stuff. We're going to have some fun. But I will say, I like the Niners. I understand they're on a three-game winning streak. I understand Philly's on a five-game winning streak. I understand that Philly got the best record in the NFL. I understand all of that. But what people aren't talking about is how they don't look like Philly. And that was the case all up until this week. Now, all of a sudden, they look like Philly. Get that stuff out of here. Man, out of here with that. They don't look. They still don't look like Philly. If Jalen Hurts don't run them touchdowns in, he don't get the opportunities to throw the touchdowns in. His, his game last night was night and day. And I'm not going to fault him for it. He balled out. He did his thing. But my point is, the Bills aren't the 49ers when they put you behind in a, in a chokehold they're not letting up and it's just way more aggression on that san francisco 49ers defense you might beat them once but you won't beat them twice so i'm going with the niners in this one you know what i'm saying uh my man fish and chip says it's not the run game in this game it's debo and ba show they the key to winning um i agree but it, it starts with the run fam it, it, it always starts with the run with the niners um, they're going to have to set the tone with the run. It'll open up some of them passing lanes for Brock to throw. And then B.A. can have his day. I think their secondary it's the secondary is not weak. It's just weaker than it was last year. How about that? I, I think that's still piece of the strength. If they're weak in any position, it's linebacker. And I think that's where Kittle has, has a good day. So you're right. I think, every, I think the offense does predominantly well. But I think it starts with the Niners setting the tone and running the damn ball. Listen, man, this has been a great show. Don't forget to check out the sponsors over at Residency.com. Use that promo code SFBreezy. Shout out to everybody out there. I did see something from Jay Joan I wanted to address. He says, yo, I did a simulation last night, Eagles and Niners. I think I messed up because I put it on 15-minute quarters. I do all mine on 15-minute quarters, too. Maybe that's where I'm messing up. They're 15-minute quarters. The game went into overtime with the Niners receiving after the coin toss. You didn't tell us who won. Do you want us to go watch it? Like, what? you can't just leave us hanging. Now, that's a cliffhanger for that. As we were talking about movies earlier, that's a cliffhanger. The game went into overtime with the Niners receiving after the coin toss, dot, dot, dot. Yo, you just left us hanging, Jay Jonah. How you going to do that, fam? Dang. How you going to leave us hanging? That's crazy. Listen, make sure you tune in to No Harm, No Foul, 4 p.m. Mike Andrews from Nothing But Niners. We do our joint show every day. Can't wait to get down to it. Woo! He just left us hanging. Maybe I shouldn't do 15-minute quarters anymore. But I just be wanting it to be realistic. I just feel like that's realistic. Man, I'm gonna, I am gotta hit up one of them 
content creators that just do gaming and just have them tell me how to set everything up. Maybe that's what I'm doing wrong. What day is Madden? Madden is going to be Thursday. Fish and chips. Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is the set time when I'm home and not traveling to another state. Uh, Philly is only a few hours away from me, so I'll be driving there on Saturday morning. But, uh, yeah. But shout out to you guys, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that like button. If you're new to the stream, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to leave a comment in the comment section. i love to see what you guys are thinking outside or off the show. Feel free to do that. It's going to be a crazy game. Get ready, baby. It's Eagles week. See y'all when I see y'all. 4 p.m. We'll be back. No harm, no foul. Peace out. I be sipping gold for whiskey on the rocks and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy be tipping nonstop, sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging through your speakers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher.